Emotional intelligence, professionalism, grit, resilience. Have you ever wondered if pharmacy students are ready for practice? Hi, I'm Brooke from 21stCenturyPharmD.com. Let me introduce you to a student who is ready for the real world. Welcome to the fourth episode of the 21st Century PharmD podcast. I am so excited to introduce my next guest, Mark McHale. Mark, thank you so much for being here. Why don't you tell us what school you go to and what year you're in? So I go to the University of St. Joseph's in Hartford, Connecticut, School of Pharmacy and Physician Assistant. I'm in my second year of the, thir- of the three years. It's an accelerated program. Wow. Okay. And did you grow up in Connecticut? Um, no, I grew up in New Jersey. I actually went to undergrad in New Jersey, and I graduated from Rutgers. Um, okay. And then I went to the accelerated program. Okay, great. And do you know uh, approximately how long the University of St. Joseph's has had a pharmacy program? Is it relatively I think about years? nine years. I'm not okay. sure if it takes. So it's a fairly new school. Okay, wonderful. Okay, well, I'm so glad you're here. And I'm kind of curious, how did you find our group? So I found your group from a LinkedIn post. Um, I think you posted the podcast and someone, someone that I follow. Um, so, I, so I was pretty interested in the whole idea. So I went back and I messaged you on LinkedIn and emailed you. And I am so glad you did because I talk about LinkedIn a lot to the students that I work with and the power of networking and how it's so easy to just kind of within a click of a button connect with someone who you may have never have met in person and you're like a living example who reached out and said, I'm going to give this a shot and see what happens. And here we are recording your Mm -hmm. podcast. Yeah. (laughs) Awesome. Um, So one of the things you told me is that you're also pursuing an online MBA and this is pretty unique in pharmacy. Uh, There's certainly some programs that have combination PharmD MBA and I'm sure there's students that, have had an MBA and then decided to go to pharmacy school. And there probably are students that are doing what you're doing both at the same time. But tell us why you decided to go for your MBA. Um, So originally when I started pharmacy school, um, I found that the area is very saturated. There's a lot of like people that want to be pharmacists, a lot of people that want to do residency, a lot of people that want to go to a fellowship. And uh, I'm still kind of confused where I want to be exactly. I know I definitely want to be into like a fellowship or a residency in like a leadership position. So I decided to go for the online MBA. Um, I like business. I took micro in undergrad and I really liked the microeconomics. So I thought that might be something I'll definitely look into, but I was never into like uh, business and all that until uh, I started pharmacy and I could see that I can expand my pharmacy degree with the business degree. Wow, so I'm super curious about this. Did you? have an idea about going for your online MBA and did you talk to a mentor or somebody at the college that kind of helped you through or guided you into this big decision? Um, so I talked to a lot of people in like the industry. Um, there's actually one professor at my school um, that has a, a PharmD MPH. So I talked to her about it um, and she told me like it's hard getting it together to, to combine both degrees. Um, I talked to a lot of people in the industry field and I told them, I was like, what can make me stand out 
and they said the MBA was my best choice. Yeah, that's interesting. And knowing that this is the path you chose, do you think you might have looked into some pharmacy schools that have the PharmD MBA had you known this a couple years ago? Yeah, I, I definitely looked into it, but I, I kind of picked acceleration over uh, the, <laughs> the other programs. Yeah, I was that's a good tired point. Of school, but yeah. Yeah, you're tired you're tired of school but you signed up for a whole nother degree yeah it might as well well make might as well make it worth it no i totally agree i'm super proud of you that that takes a lot um so tell us about is there anything interesting about some of the mba courses you've taken so far that you can kind of relate back to pharmacy or think wow this is going to be useful for me so i just finished the core classes um next semester so it's like seven week courses so the next course I'm going to be taking like healthcare classes. Mm. So that's one. I don't really know how I, the class that I signed up for is like impact in healthcare. So I'm excited to see what that class is going to be about, but I just took the kind of the broad picture because I didn't have that much of uh, a background in business. Yeah. That makes total sense. Mm -hmm. And how are you juggling studying for both programs? Um, I would, I'm trying to work it out as much as I can. I dedicate a few hours a day to try to do the MBA. Um, it's a lot of reading. So that's kind of like my night reading after like studying. Um, it's definitely difficult to try to do it, but it's, it's you, if you can manage your time, I also work too on top of this. So it's kind of getting a little difficult because I work at CVS. So, um, I kind of study every day. There, there's no like off days as much as a lot of other students have. Like we have an exam this Friday and then I still have stuff to do this weekend. Right. Of course. I'm sure that feels like there's always something to do. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Another thing that really stood out about you, Mark, was that you seems like you've been involved in research. It almost seems like ever since you started, pharmacy school. So tell us a little bit more about this. How did you get involved with research? Did it really start as a first year student? Were you assigned a research mentor? Was it somebody that you reached out to on your own? Okay, so this actually all started. Um, it was my first semester. We took pharmaceutics uh, with Dr. His, his name's Dr. Mohammed is Ismail Nunu. Um, okay. He is my mentor. He's He's more of a father figure now because I run to him for everything. Um, so he taught pharmaceutics. He was literally one of the best professors. He actually taught pharmaceutics, biochem. Uh, I mean, not biochem, uh, uh, biostats and PK. So we started off with him and he taught us all the stuff. And he was, he sourced the paper from Egypt where I'm originally from and he's from that he looked at products that were all like adulterated, that were sold to like people online in Egypt. And he saw, he saw like it, there was a lot of adulterated products and patients were getting hurt uh, from these products. So I asked him, I was like, can we do the same thing in like America? Like, can we do it from Amazon? So it took him like, I think it was like an hour of him and me talking about it. And he's like, yeah, let's do it. Let's sign up for a grant. So I applied for the, a grant through my school and we got it. And Wow, uh, wait a minute, wait a minute. I have to stop you in your tracks, okay? Because this is unreal. 
you have a professor that you really enjoyed them in the classroom. Yeah. You met with him in his office and he talks to you about his research. It clicks for you. You have an idea about doing something similar here in America. And within an hour, he says, yes. Yeah. And no, like, let's apply for a grant. <laughs> yeah. So there was grants that were coming up. The, the whole grant took like a process. Uh, it took like about a few weeks for us to get all the work and look on Amazon and see what's adulter, like where we can go. And uh, we chose male enhancement over weight loss. Um, that's like our main focus. This year we're focusing on weight loss and trying to do the same thing and like looking where we can test and where we can do all that. So in a quick summary, are you finding that these supplements, uh, male enhancement supplements are being adulterated in some way? Yeah, so they're not. So from what I can speak of is what the male enhancement one, not the weight loss. We found all of them have uh, Sidenafil in them, all the products. Um, and we saw that they were really a pharma horrible pharmaceutical quality. And that was like our main goal to find out what really was these products. Like what, what are they made of? What are our patients taking? Cause especially with male enhancement products, a lot of like patients run away from seeing the doctor because of like the embarrassment that goes with these products with like all the, with all that stuff. So that's why it became a big target. And we looked at it, um, and we started presenting everywhere. We went to a bunch of um, conferences in our school. Uh, I just applied for an abstract for an oral presentation in Connecticut. So we went, we went everywhere. We submitted a lot of abstracts uh, and we grew a pretty big team. We're now like seven or eight students. Wow, Mark, yeah. this is amazing. Just from with just one idea, something that sparked when you were talking to a professor and it's led to, I mean, I couldn't even count all of the uh, and male enhancement projects that have related, probably stemmed from this one original idea. Yeah. That are already no, it was mostly his things. idea. I think he was trying to do this, but like, I'm very, I was very persistent. I was like, let's just do it. Like, there's nothing we could lose and stuff. And he, honestly, he's what's getting me through like pharmacy school. <laughs> he's, he's my go-to person. I like even after exams, like it's not even research related. Like I'll just go to his office and just like hang out with him. How good does that feel to have somebody like that on faculty? Um, so honestly, I had to just pick up everything and come to Connecticut, leave my family, leave. I just got engaged uh, recently. So my fiance is in Jersey, everything. So it's just having someone that is teaching you and supporting you alongside with like your friends and everything is what's kind of getting you through. But some days are really rough and like, I don't want to even talk to my friends here. I'll just go to him. Um, it's just good because we have the same like background. So he's also from Egypt. So he knows, I was like, we can, we can be in so many different places right now, but we're still here. So <laughs> it's kind of, it's kind of nice. I absolutely love that you found someone you can bond over, someone that you share some of the same culture with, someone that wants you to research with you and has that kind of open door policy with with you and yeah. just not every student is as lucky as you to have that mark. So the fact you found someone, shout out to yeah. Dr. Muhammad, if you're listening, you're doing yeah. a great job. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Um, so I know you mentioned that you're still kind of figuring out plans after graduation. Do you have a feeling that you'll probably do something like some kind of postgraduate training or are you still not sure? Yeah, yet? no, hundred percent. I'm going to do postgraduate training. 
I, I personally feel that it, I studied like so hard. I did so much work. And I think that getting to that position would be really great. Like I, I studied really hard. I ended up getting to Rokai. And now like I want to keep going. Like I don't want to just settle. I can easily settle. And I'm not saying like just getting like a retail position is settling. But I feel like I've studied so hard that I can grow more and learn more and build more. And I feel like the only way I can do that is through a residency or a fellowship. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think um, that's the beauty of pharmacy is there's so many different career paths and we're going to need leaders like you in all of them. Um, Hopefully one day. It's just something, something that like, that kind of, I feel like a lot of students are struggling with this is not knowing what's available. Mm -hmm. Um, What can I do after pharmacy school is like a very good question, especially when I'm in, even the whole Northeast, like it's really hard to like, to figure, there's so many pharmacists. Um, So it's just trying to figure out like, sometimes I even Google search, like what can I do as a pharmacist? And there's so many options but I feel like people are just like conv- like confined to just doing either retail, a residency, or a fellowship. When there's so much more you can do, essentially. Yeah, I know. I'm really glad you brought that up. I wrote a blog post about it too because I kept getting this question about, and I keep getting this question about different career paths. And that's one of the reasons why I wanted to start the Facebook group is to just get some of these ideas in front of students before they get to the point where they're about to graduate and they still feel like they only have those two paths, retail or residency. There are so yeah. many different paths, but it's, it's hard in a very busy curriculum for faculty and colleges of pharmacy to kind of showcase all of that. Exactly. In, in, in a way that students can receive it during a week where there's no exams at a time that everyone has time to come to a certain event to learn about certain things. Yeah. So I think students, uh, like yourself have to do kind of the research on their own to kind of figure out what are some unique avenues for pharmacy. Yeah. What would you, you're someone who is working, you've got this research project, PharmD, MBA, two really tough degrees. What would you say to a student who feels like they're kind of overwhelmed? They are, they feel like they're kind of maxed out. Um, they're having trouble kind of prioritizing. Like if you were sitting next to a student that needed some coaching, what would you say to them? So believe it or not, I actually panic a lot before exams, before all that. But at the end of the day, everything's going to be fine as long as you, re- you use your resources. Like, I just feel like a lot of students start panicking because they don't use their resources as much as like when I have an exam and I don't, I don't understand something, even if it's going on in lecture, or anything, I just find a way to figure it out by email. I never do anything by myself. Like I never just sit there. I will always email a faculty member. I will always figure out information. Yeah, I'll panic before an exam. And my fiance is the one that like calms me down. She's like, it's gonna be fine. Like, don't worry. Um, but just know that everyone's in this boat. Everyone's working towards the PharmD. Everyone's working towards another degree. Everyone's working. And I think just knowing that there's a thousand people that did it before you and there's going to be a thousand people that are going to do it after you kind of gives you a little bit of that peace. Um, Because I know like 
how many people graduate a year? You know, mm -hmm. like it, you, you can, you can do it. Mm -hmm. Four, 14,000. Wow. <laughs> I did not know that. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So yeah, it's, it's totally doable, but I think hearing it from another student's perspective is, is really helpful. So take advantage of the resources that are around you, whether that's other students, study groups, uh, professors, you could email tutoring services. And if you don't know if these exist at your college, find someone that you can go and ask. They will always exist. Yeah. <laughs> well, Mark, we're about to close off. Was there anything else you wanted to mention or anything else you wanted to talk about or um, want to tell us something you're excited about in the next uh, year or two? When, when is your wedding? So my wedding's actually 15 days after graduation. Wow. So it's going to be a, <laughs> a very hectic month. Um, but I actually had an idea, and I wanted to see what you thought of this. Is okay. there any way, as I, I saw like you do a lot of blogs or anything, can you interview like people that are in fellowships or residencies or all that and, and grow? And just I just want to know, I, I'm actually doing um, an industry certification just to figure out what type of industry I want to go into if I was going to go into it. And I just feel like if we have someone like firsthand, maybe talk to us about, or just like, what do you do as, as like in your day? What is, what is, what's your job consist of? Yeah, Mark, that I'm so glad you asked that. We, and just for the listeners, we did not plant this question. But this is, <laughs> this is exactly one of the reasons why I started the Facebook group is to interview, one of the reasons is to interview pharmacists in their field, interview residents, interview fellows, and have them come online in a video and talk to you about what's their day to day. How did they get here? What do they like about their current position? Um, so I've done a few interviews so far. I have one that's about to launch and it's someone who completed a community pharmacy residency that's another question I get a lot from students is what is the benefit of doing a residency in a community setting versus just going to work in a community setting so that video is about to be launched so I didn't um, even know I, you do residency in a community setting <laughs> yes exactly right yeah so just to our point everything we've been talking about so far exposing students to this world of pharmacy and that they may not even know exists and colleges of pharmacy you know I work at one we are strapped for time. There is very little time to add anything new to this packed curriculum, especially an accelerated program. So I, that's why I wanted to create another outlet for students to find this info. So I'm so glad you asked. So definitely look to the Facebook group because it's going to be posted there. Well, Mark, this has been a real pleasure for me because I can't say that I've met someone who's doing an online program in another state while they're doing an accelerated PharmD program. Yeah. So I am so excited to see where this journey takes you. Uh, tell, us, <laughs> tell us what social media platforms you're on and how can people connect with you? LinkedIn. I am all about, like, honestly, I've, I'm on LinkedIn more than I am on any other Thing. It is so interesting seeing where people are, what they're doing, um, and just connecting. You don't know how many random people I've messaged on LinkedIn. I'm like, hey, I really like this project. Like, can we connect? And it worked. And now I have, I have like a lot of connections. I think I have over a thousand on LinkedIn because I just literally, 
that that's how I met you. <laughs> I just connected and um, I'm on LinkedIn and my email. That's literally what I'm on. Um, yes. My email, I just all day. All right, I, great. So really we can, like, people can look for you and people can connect with you. Um, Mark McHale on LinkedIn and the people that I work with and the students that I work with, they are like so sick of hearing me talk about LinkedIn but it's such a powerful platform right now. And you can connect with people who you've never met before. I tell students that when I went to pharmacy school, we had business cards and email. And that was the only way to connect with someone is you had to physically meet them, get their business card, save it, don't lose it, then go home and email them. And now you don't even need that. You can just look up somebody online and instantly connect with them, send them a message, ask them for coffee. And the other thing I love about LinkedIn is that it's not just pharmacy because we have to get out of our pharmacy bubble exactly. and start talking to other industries. And that's the secret sauce of LinkedIn is you get to see what the finance people are saying about healthcare. You can see what nurses are saying about pharmacy. Like you just get exposed. And also it gives you a chance to expose pharmacy and introduce pharmacy to those other industries. So exactly. everyone talks about changing the perception, the public perception of pharmacy. And this is one way to do it. We can all do our part on LinkedIn. So thank you for saying that too. Thanks. Well, Mark, okay. This has been a pleasure. Uh, I already can tell with your ambition that you are going to go to really big places. Please Hopefully. remember us small people when you get big. No, no. <laughs> Hopefully we'll be there one day. <laughs> and congratulations on your engagements. And uh, it was really a pleasure having you on. Thanks, Mark. Thanks. Have you heard about our goal? We're going to interview a pharmacy student from every college of pharmacy. Has your school been featured? Email me, 21stCenturyFarmD at gmail.com.